Hey, y'all, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. Welcome. If you were here with me last week in the last episode, welcome back. If this is your first time here, I'm so glad you're here. In the last episode, we talked about what it means to be real. If you missed it, I'd encourage you to go back and take a listen. Today, we're going to talk about why we need to be real and why it's important. But before we get started, at the end of the last episode, I asked to hear from y'all. And wow, y'all, I was absolutely blown away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, I really enjoyed hearing from y'all. I'd like to share a question that someone sent in. It really got me to thinking, and honestly, it touched my heart. But before I do, though, I shared this last week, and I can't emphasize this enough. Anything you send in will be kept confidential. I would never share anyone's name, email, or question. Um, If something is read here, that means I have gotten permission to share. So uh, the question that I received was this. What if I don't have anyone I feel like I can be real with? I think this is an awesome question. Um, First of all, let me say that um, we all desire deep relationships and deep community. Uh, We do this and we have this by building friendships and relationships, by investing time in people we see often, whether it's at the gym or at work. Now, y'all, this looks differently for different people. For me, it was by being in a small group at my church. Now, I'm going to admit, the first time I signed up for small group, I was a little skeptical. Um, I was very uncomfortable. But y'all, I soon realized after about the second or third week that all these ladies didn't have it all together like I had um, gotten up in my mind. Uh, And then not long after that, we all started sharing, and I realized that some of these ladies were going through some of the exact same things that I was going through at the time. This helped me to realize that building real community can be scary, but it makes all the difference in the world. Y'all, we really weren't meant to do life alone. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, y'all just keep sending in those questions, those comments, those prayer requests. I absolutely love it. So for today, let's talk about why we need to be real and why it's important. I want to give you three practical reasons. First, Jesus set the example. Actually, being real is who he is. Jesus was real in what he said. He was real in what he did and how he interacted with others. Um, let's look at the story of Zacchaeus found in Luke chapter 19. You may be like me and you've heard this story as a child or even sang about it. It was definitely one of my childhood favorites. But for those of you who may not be familiar with it, let me do a quick overview. Jesus was planning to pass through Jericho and there was a man named Zacchaeus who wanted to see him. But there were a couple of obstacles that stood in Zacchaeus's way. The thing about it is, Jesus always drew large crowds wherever he went. And this posed a problem for Zacchaeus because, you see, he was a short man. So he decided to run on ahead and climb up in a tree. 
As Jesus passed by, he saw Zacchaeus up in the tree, and he told him to come down so he could go to his house. Now, this caught people off guard because Zacchaeus was a tax collector, and he'd been cheating people out of their money. I imagine Zacchaeus wasn't everyone's favorite. So y'all picture this. Here comes Jesus and he says, come down. I'm going home with you. Going home with him? With Zacchaeus? Can you imagine all the murmuring and the complaints from all the people? That didn't stop Jesus, though. He said he was going home with Zacchaeus, and he did. Not only did he go home with him, but in verse 9, Jesus says, Today, salvation has come to this house. Y'all, Jesus didn't just shout truth at him and walk away. He wanted a relationship with Zacchaeus. Jesus didn't care that the people were in shock. And I imagine they were watching to see if he would follow through with what he'd said he'd do. And he did. Jesus always follows through, y'all, with his promises. The second reason we need to be real is because some of the greatest joy comes from real, deep relationships. This is how Jesus meant for us to live. We weren't meant to do life alone because Jesus didn't do life alone. But you may be asking, what does a real deep relationship look like? At the very core, I feel like there's one key component. It's being vulnerable. To be known is to be vulnerable. This idea is uncomfortable to think about, much less do, but it's worth it. It's impossible to have deep, meaningful relationships in the absence of vulnerability. Take a minute and think about some of your closest relationships. If every conversation you had with that person was surface level and you never shared anything deeper, do you think y'all would be very close? So let's just put this into practical terms. If every time you meet up with a friend and you always discuss the weather or what you did that day, then you probably don't feel very connected to that person. Y'all, it's possible to be surrounded by a lot of people and still be lonely. Why is that? Because in order to have deep-seated relationships, we must move past the surface. If we're struggling with something, if we're upset, or we just need to hash something out, then y'all, we need to have people we can go to. That's what it looks like to be vulnerable in a healthy way. Also, let me add a disclaimer. I'm not saying we should do this with everybody we meet or with everybody in our lives, but we should have some core people we can do this with. There are many ways we can find community with other people. Okay, our final reason to look at is when we're real, it draws people to Jesus. Whether people realize it or not, they are seeking something. And when we live in real community and in a real relationship with Jesus, others can't help but to see him. They may not realize it, but it's really Jesus they're seeing through them. So really and truly, what are we, what are we talking about here? Y'all, I'm saying we need to make ourselves available to people. Slow down. Look for opportunities. They're there, y'all. I promise he puts opportunities in front of us, in front of me, all the time. 
And so many times I miss it because I'm so busy with my own agenda. When Jesus said, go make disciples, it literally means as we go. In other words, as we go to work, as we go to the store, as we go on vacation, let's look for those opportunities. Being a Christian is who we are, not something we do. Okay, so this leads me to my challenge for you this week. I want you to look for those opportunities to make yourself available to others. Y'all, it doesn't have to be complicated. You you might just take time to listen to someone at the store, even if you're in a hurry. Uh, You may go have coffee with a friend. Pick up the phone and call someone you haven't talked to in a while. Just start looking for those small opportunities and remember to pray and ask the Lord to help you to see those opportunities. I'd like to end with a prayer for all of us. Father God, I come to you and I thank you for the gift of relationships. I thank you, Lord, for the people you place in our lives to push us toward you. Help us, Father, to seek you first and to look for those opportunities in front of us every day and for us to be that light to others. Lord, I ask you to bless each and every listener. Lord, do a work in their heart and in their lives. Lastly, Lord, help us all to walk in the freedom that you created us for. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. today's podcast, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at realwalk underscore podcast and on Facebook at realwalk22. And you can always reach me at my email, realwalk22 at gmail.com. See y'all next time.